Welcome to the Women, Peace and Rights podcast hosted by the Women's Regional Network. WRN amplifies the voices of conflict affected women in order to address the interlinked issues of peace and justice, governance and security. The network engages in Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, Sri Lanka and East Africa. I am delighted to host this episode on the Afghan tragedy unveiling Taliban's 6 months in power and the situation of women. Today I have with me Ms. Zarqa Yafat Ali. Zarqa is the head of the Women and Children Legal Research Foundation in Afghanistan. She has written several research reports, manuals on women's rights such as women's access to justice, early marriages, women's political participation, violence against women and women's participation in peace processes. She is engaged with a number of institutions such as Women Living Under Muslim Law, co-chair of Women Peace and Security Working Group and member of Civil Society Joint Working Group. She was the winner of the Women and Peace Award 2009. Zarqa is also a board member of Women's Regional Network. Welcome Zarqa. Thank you Akasha. It is my pleasure to contribute to this uh, WRN conversation through this episode of Women Peace and Rights podcast. Thank you for being with us today Zarqa and for agreeing to share your opinion on such an important topic. So as we have seen that after seizing power in Afghanistan on 15th August 2021, Taliban leaders made statements in which they claimed that their new regime would protect women's rights in the country however given the extensive history of the group's discriminatory outlook towards women combined with their newly imposed diktat and actions it has become evident that the islamist fundamentalists are set to implement massive rollback on women's rights and equality against this backdrop This podcast is an attempt to contribute a perspective on the condition of Afghan women in the past 6 months of Taliban's rule and the big picture considerations that come with it. So Zarqa I would like to begin by asking you about the role of the international community particularly in terms of progression of women's rights from 2001 onwards and up till the Taliban's resurgence to power. Uh, thank you so much Akansha uh, the uh, role uh, of uh, international community uh, from 2001 till now uh, was uh, very important uh, during the past two decades uh, Afghanistan women gained a lot of achievement and it was um, the result of their struggles and efforts uh, and uh, sacrifice but uh, it was not happen if the international community not supported uh, um, women in Afghanistan uh, for example during the past two decades uh, we uh, we were witness of a uh, woman meaningful participation in different area we uh, had women political participation we had a, a percentage of women in the uh, parliament of Afghanistan we had a percentage of women in the provisional uh, councils and also uh, we had uh, um, member uh, participation of women uh, in the cabinet of Afghanistan we had women as a deputy we had women as a judge journalist writer artist and also we had women that they uh, were part of uh, 
security organization in Afghanistan. There was a thousand of women that um, they lead different uh, organizations, civil society organization, and also governmental organization. We had a participation of uh, 28% of women in the civil service of Afghanistan. So uh, a lot of uh, uh, those women were at the, in the leadership of civil service uh, of uh, Afghanistan as well. And also we had different uh, uh, laws, laws for women. For example, we had the elimination of violence against women, uh, women law. We had the anti-harassment against women and children in Afghanistan law. We had a constitution that, and how our constitution, the equality between citizens, men and uh, uh, woman was uh, placed and there wasn't any discrimination among the citizens, especially women and constitution. We had uh, uh, a number of uh, 3.5 million uh, girls that they went to school and uh, we had uh, a large number of uh, women teachers and also women that they were in the different area of the country. It was the result uh, of the sacrifice struggles and um, the hard words that women in Afghanistan done during the past two decades, especially during the past two decades. But honestly, it was not happened. Uh, international community not uh, supported uh, uh, women of Afghanistan. For uh, WPS uh, resolution, we had the National Action Plan for implementation of uh, uh, 1325 resolution in Afghanistan. And um, there was a specific issue regarding to women participation and protection in, in Afghanistan and in the National Action Plan for uh, 1325 resolution. But uh, unfortunately, uh, it was about uh, one year ago that we were the witness that the behavior uh, and commitment of international community with the people of Afghanistan, especially with women of Afghanistan, became changed. Before the uh, fall of uh, Afghanistan, we had uh, several meetings with um, different world, uh, world leaders, and we shared our concern with them that you should, uh, you should uh, take action about the situation of uh, Afghanistan, because the world uh, took the position of silence. What is uh, going in, in, in Afghanistan on that time? And uh, uh, there was uh, lots of uh, killing, targeting of civil society activists. Uh, in the, in the peace talks between the government of Afghanistan and the um, Taliban, it was some kinds of uh, talking image for Taliban and then uh, uh, signing of agreement with Taliban. It was um, some kind of uh, giving image to the to, to Taliban and the international community. And uh, it was uh, all because of the uh, because uh, of uh, behavior and uh, support of international community with, with the Taliban. Several times we called uh, the international community that uh, they should stand with people of Afghanistan, especially women of Afghanistan. And uh, I, uh, when I had a brief uh, in the United Nations Security Council on the uh, 20th anniversary of 1325 resolution, I, uh, I shared and I uh, talked um, about the achievement of Afghanistan women during the past two decades with a member of the states. And I, uh, I told them that uh, if, uh, if you, you don't support women of Afghanistan, we will gain 
the all of our achievement, uh, we will lost all of our gain and achievement. But unfortunately, the world uh, don't hear to me, and uh, because of uh, this uh, behavior of um, uh, international community, now we won't go back to 20 years ago. Now Afghanistan is uh, uh, Afghanistan went, uh, went back to 20 years. Uh, 20 years ago, and it is about six months that we lost um, all of our uh, our achievement. And right, and still, and still, the international community they are silent. There is a, a violation of uh, women's rights in Afghanistan every day. There is violation of human rights in Afghanistan uh, every day. Uh, there isn't the right of education, the right of war, the right of political participation, the right of uh, choosing uh, your uh, choosing of uh, your clothes, and um, the right of uh, going out without mahram. These rights are now as not for women in Afghanistan. Uh, women that they are protesting every day in the country, they are arrested by the Taliban and. Um, and then uh, they are disappearing. It is not clear that where they are. And uh, in some cases, uh, uh, and their dead body is finding from some place uh, in, the, in Afghanistan. Uh, those people that they work with the um, ex-government, for example, uh, as a, a, a member of security organization, as a uh, as a government um, officials, uh, Taliban is going to their um, their home every day and every night, and then uh, they they, uh, they they disappearing. It is not clear that where they are, and uh, every day there is a, a, a large number of uh, uh, from the killing and targeting of those people that they work with ex-governments. So right now, the international community, they are still silenced. They are not taking any action about uh, the current crime and violation of women's rights, which is taking place in Afghanistan. So, uh, but but it is uh, it is very uh, funny for for uh, lots of us that why world leaders and international community is doing uh, with the uh, with people of Afghanistan, this kind of behavior. So when they came to Afghanistan 20 years ago, on that time, there wasn't too much need for them to come to Afghanistan, but uh, they, they came to Afghanistan to support people of Afghanistan and especially women of Afghanistan but right now as there is lots of need for them because uh, during the past two decades uh, uh, lots of uh, lots of uh, our our children which was born during the past uh, 20 years and they grew up to, uh, in the 20 years and now they become young it is very difficult for them to go back to a very dark situation of um, of the history and uh, uh, i uh, right now in afghanistan the uh, the meaning of some uh, uh, some uh, words for example women's rights gender equality is uh, uh, these words lost their meaning to people of afghanistan because uh, we don't know what 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 was the aim and uh, what was the purpose of international community that they came with these words with these uh, uh, kind of uh, value to Afghanistan, but at the end they left all of them and uh, left the people of Afghanistan and uh, because of them now Afghanistan went 20 years ago. Thank you so much for your insight, Zarka. I think it is indeed shocking that the very international community that used women's rights as a justification to invade Afghanistan 20 years back is today not doing anything about the situation of Afghanistan. 
and uh, this brings me to my next question about how have women in afghanistan really experienced life in the past 6 months of um, the taliban rule what is that did they are going through the past 6 months was the dark, darkest time in the history of afghanistan especially for women of afghanistan as i mentioned you before during the past 6 months women lost all of their basic rights which is an any obstacle and accessing of those rights not in the uh, islamic uh, uh, in, in islam and also not uh, in the inter, uh, international convention right now women in afghanistan they don't have access to education they don't have access to work they don't have access to political participation and then they don't have access uh, um, even they don't have the right to choose their their clothes they don't have uh, uh, the right to go out without mahram without a male company from home and even when they are sick they can't go to the doctor um, because of their uh, treatments if there isn't any male a company from them to be as a mahram with them so that uh, this six months was the the dark darkest time for women in afghanistan right now we are seeing that um, uh, the women of afghanistan is raising their voice we were the witness of um, women that they protesting uh, every day in the street of afghanistan and they are asking uh, about their rights they are asking about that why international uh, community forgot the the women of afghanistan what should with their promises about uh, uh, participation and protection of uh, of women in afghanistan and um, also we uh, we are seeing that women is going to raise their voice during the past 6 months taliban for uh, 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 trying to to silence their voices and because of this taliban is going to arrest uh, uh, those women taliban is uh, kidnapping those those women taliban is going uh, to uh, to torture those women and uh, lots of those women are disappeared and it is not clear that we are they are i'm sure that you hear about uh, some of the cases which were which was uh, published uh, and publicized during the at least uh, last uh, last one ma- one month so uh, unfortunately there isn't uh, schools for our girls and uh, ju- uh, just uh, girls uh, can go to a school till grade of 6 after grade of 6 there isn't any school opportunity for our girls in afghanistan and uh, inside of this uh, as you know that uh, lots of women that they lost their jobs they were a uh, member of civil society organization they were member of uh, government um, bodies and um, uh, they were a uh, member of the security organization in afghanistan all of them lost their jobs and they don't have access to uh, economic resource and because of this they are living in in, in a very uh, critical uh, economic crisis in in their home because they, because they don't have any income they don't have anything to continue their lives and uh, uh, unfortunately there was a uh, some cases that uh, that people want to uh, to sell their children 
to feed the rest of their family members, to feed uh, the rest of their uh, their children, and to to save the life of of uh, um, their uh, family and uh, their um, their kids. And um, uh, inside of this, uh, there is uh, we had a ministry of women affairs in Afghanistan. Unfortunately, when Taliban came, they closed the Ministry of Women Affairs. There was about 1,000 men and women that they were a staff of Ministry of Women Affairs. Now they, they lost their jobs. Afghanistan Independent Human Rights Commission. It was an achievement of us during the past two decades. But now Taliban closed all of uh, the offices of uh, Afghanistan Independent Human Rights Commission, and uh, they are using their uh, offices and um, their utilities for for themselves. And um, it means that after this, there isn't any uh, monitoring and evaluation from the situation of uh, human rights and also situation of uh, uh, women in Afghanistan. And as you know, Afghanistan is facing with a very critical economic crisis. Anger and starvation is a problem for all people of Afghanistan. But unfortunately, the main victim of this economic crisis is also women, women of Afghanistan. The international community is going to support Afghanistan people in this economic crisis, and they want to distribute humanitarian assistance in Afghanistan. But unfortunately, those women that they working in the different organization, uh, the organization which is working for humanitarian assistance in Afghanistan, they, uh, because of not having mahram, because of not having male accompany with them, they can continue uh, their works. And because of not being women, and the um, groups of uh, humanitarian assistance um, organization. So then they cannot identify those women that they have really needed. They, they are facing with economic crisis. And uh, so in this regard, again, the victim of uh, uh, humanitarian crisis is also women because women, uh, they can't uh, uh, find access to humanitarian assistance to feed and to continue their lives and their children's lives. Thank you, Zaka, for raising um, so many important points in this conversation and for highlighting the economic crisis that is going on um, currently in Afghanistan. But you know, Zaka, the Taliban became a global pariah in the 1990s due to their brutality against women. But this time, they are at least trying to present a mod moderate front to protect women's rights and freedom. In your view, um, what has or has not changed about the Taliban this time? Uh, in fact, um, at all, Taliban at, uh, has not changed. Taliban is the same Taliban of 20 years ago. Taliban is the same Taliban of 1996 and 2001. 20 years ago, when they were in Afghanistan, they not, right now, they are the same Taliban. On that time, 20 years ago, I was in a school when Taliban came to Afghanistan. On that time, there wasn't a school for us. I, I wasn't in a school during the being of Taliban in, in Kabul, in Afghanistan. But um, the violation of uh, women's rights was on that time and in this time as well. On that time, Taliban shooted women. 
those women that they thought that they are not, um, they, they were not, uh, they cared much to, to their favor right now. They are also shooting those women that they were member of a security organization. They, they work outside of the home. So uh, from my perspective, Taliban is the same Taliban of 20 years ago and they, they didn't uh, change. But the things that Taliban has changed from the 20 years ago is that, that now Taliban is not telling the reality. Taliban is doing lots of crime and the violation of uh, human rights and women's rights in Afghanistan. But in front of the media, they are not accepting. They are not accepting the crime and the violation that they are implementing in Afghanistan. So this is, this is the change that we can see in the Taliban. But Taliban is the same Talib- Taliban, but uh, they are uh, violating uh, a lot more than 20 years ago. They, are, uh, they don't have any attention to no one. They are going to silent the vices and they are going to kill and target those people that they want to take any steps against uh, Taliban. They are not accepting freedom of speech as now there isn't freedom of speech in Afghanistan. During the past six months, at the, about 700 different media was closed in Afghanistan. And it is because of uh, their uh, publication was not with the favor of the Taliban. Lots of uh, civil society organization, women's rights organization, women lead organization was closed in the country. And uh, it is all because of the Taliban don't want this kind of activity in Afghanistan. So I am emphasizing that Taliban has not changed. Taliban is the same Taliban and uh, they are violating women's rights and um, their, their crimes uh, against uh, humanity in Afghanistan, as uh, you can see every day, their crime against uh, humanity, genocide, forced displacement. So this, this is the kind of crime and violation of women's rights that the Taliban is doing every day in Afghanistan. Thank you, Zarka. Thank you for providing us such an important overview and sharing your strong opinions on the issue. Um, but, but what we are also seeing is that women in Afghanistan today are um, not choosing to remain quiet. They are coming out. They are protesting against Taliban's rules that they are imposing. So... Um, could I request you to provide us with a brief assessment of women's advocacy work that is being undertaken in Afghanistan? Women of Afghanistan was those that they raised their voice and they asked uh, uh, for their rights after coming of the Taliban. First days of uh, coming of Taliban, it was the women of Afghanistan that they stand against Taliban and they ask about their rights from the Taliban. I have remembered that the second of third week of um, coming of Taliban, we had a meeting with the ex-president of Afghanistan and also with the head of High Council for National Reconciliation. And we went, uh, a group of women, we went and um, talked with them. And we asked them to provide a meeting for us with the leadership of Taliban. We wanted to talk with Taliban about what is their viewpoints about the, the woman. What is their decision about the uh, woman future in, in country in Afghanistan? But unfortunately, um, Taliban didn't accept 
the Taliban leadership didn't accept to, to meet uh, with, uh, with Hass. And the uh, women uh, continue their advocacy inside of Afghanistan and also outside of Afghanistan. Inside of Afghanistan, we are seeing that uh, uh, every day uh, women are protesting. We are in media every day. We are, we are going to raise our voice uh, and concern through different media channels and inside of Afghanistan and outside of Afghanistan about uh, what is going on in the ground and what is the situation of women in Afghanistan. And uh, inside of this, women started and continue their uh, advocacy uh, and outside of Afghanistan as well. Uh, for example, my, myself, I don't want to be silent. I'm going to continue my struggle and advocacy and lobby for women's rights in Afghanistan. Uh, and uh, we, uh, because of this, I briefed the United Nations Security Council about the situation of women in Afghanistan, what is going in the ground and what is the reality in the ground? What is the, what are, uh, what is the, uh, the kind of uh, difficulties and problems that women facing uh, in my country in Afghanistan? And what should the international community do? And also, we uh, we, we are uh, working with um, different international organizations, international uh, community, and the world leaders to have their support again. To we are asking them to re-stand and re-commit committed their commitment um, to be with uh, uh, women of um, Afghanistan in this um, uh, critical uh, time. It is it is very critical time in the history of Afghanistan for women, and um, we are asking that uh, women should be part of all delegation, which is uh, which will be for Afghanistan. Women should be part of all conference events, which will be take place about uh, Afghanistan. Women should be part of peace process, which will be start in the maybe in the future future of um, um, uh, to decide about the situation of uh, uh, Afghanistan and also women should be part of all delegation which is going inside of Afghanistan and also uh, outside of Afghanistan because the women have the uh, capability and then they can do lots and they can solve the problems which is uh, uh, right now we are uh, we are facing with and uh, we are uh, taking and uh, participating in different um, interviews with different um, international channels to raise the voice of women, to ask from the international community and to, to remind them their responsibility for a uh, uh, 1325 uh, resolution and also their responsibility about their commitment to the people of Afghanistan, especially to the women of Afghanistan. Listening to you, Zarka, I can't stop thinking about how much more work needs to be done in Afghanistan and especially to protect women's rights and freedoms. Thank you for putting forward such insightful facts and for mapping out what exactly is going on in Afghanistan currently. Is there any final word that you would like to say to our listeners? Uh, thank you so much, Akaksha. Uh, I, I want to just uh, ask uh, from the world leaders that... Uh, Please break your silence and please be and support women of Afghanistan. Thank you, Zarka. And to everyone listening to this episode of Women, Peace and Rights podcast. We look forward to your comments and feedback. Please visit our website www.womensregionalnetwork.org and connect with us through Twitter at WRN News. Music